Hello, all you crazy podcats. Welcome back to... <laughs> I think you said that the last, like, eight times. Yeah, that's my new welcome. Oh, okay. I've been looking for a way into it. Hello, all you crazy podcats, and welcome to... Fred... Why do I say... Welcome... I don't know. I just let it happen. What's going on? Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> all right, I got it. This is the one. Mm-hmm. Leaving all this in, just so people get an idea of how this show works. Hello, all you crazy podcats, and welcome... Two friends till the end. Your one-stop shop for all things friends. I'm Michael. And ladies and gentlemen, you can tell that winter is finally here because my co-host Elizabeth is just bundled up in about six layers of blankets, sipping a hot drink, just just trying to keep warm, trying to build a small fire next to her. You, You doing okay there, Elizabeth? It's freezing. Oh, boy. It's freezing. It's single digits outside. Fahrenheit. That's cold. Is it single digits? Yes. Oh, boy. It's freezing. Well, we've had good old belly laughs to keep us warm this morning. Because we've just finished watching the one with the ultimate fighting champion. Oh, boy. Yeah? Lots of feels about this episode? Uh, no. No? I thought it was really weird. It is very weird. Yeah. And we'll get, we'll get to all of that in good time. It's actually a special celebration... Uh, This is coming out, we're releasing this episode on the final day of 2017, December 31st, and as we bid farewell to the year, we're also bidding farewell to season three, because we're doing a double episode today. Hooray! Hooray! We've just finished watching episode 24 of the season, the one with the ultimate fighting champion, and we're going to talk about that, and then when we're done talking about that, we're going to pause the recording... We're going to watch the season finale, and we're going to come back and talk about it again. It's exciting. It's so exciting. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I think We've done double episodes before, but I think this is the first time we're like breaking up the viewings in between. Well, we've done double episodes on part one and part two, so I don't think we've done it just, you know, standalone episodes. No, we have. Oh. I don't expect you to remember because, ah, yes. you know, you don't really remember anything. Whoops. Which leads me to the fun game that I sometimes like to play with you, Elizabeth. It's how well do you remember the last episode? Oh no, why? <laughs> so, the last episode we watched, if you'll remember, was the one with Ross's thing. Yes. Okay, uh-huh. so here's some questions for you. Great. Phoebe was dating two very, very hunky men. Name one of them. Jason? Yes, very yeah. good, Jason. Woo! Name their professions. A firefighter. Mm-hmm. And an artist? No. No. Uh, a teacher? A kindergarten teacher, okay. yes. All right, not bad. Mm. Why does Monica think that Pete might be breaking up with her? Because he didn't give her a ring? No. He doesn't give her a ring towards the end of the episode. Oh, because he's like, we need to talk. Yeah, we need to talk. Oh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. And what is the name of the thing on Ross's butt that the shaman... The, the name of it? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. It's a kundus. A, a kundus. Yeah. And how does the shaman remove the kundus? It gets caught in like his zipper or something. In his zipper, no, on his watch strap. Oh, or his watch strap. Yeah. All right, not bad. Yeah, yeah. All right. See? Good job. See, I remember things. I just need prompts and visuals and charts. You did okay. 
He did okay. Yeah, it's going to be an action-packed episode. We're going to talk about two episodes of Friends. We are going to do our uh, wrap-up at the end of the season. You know, we kind of do our end-of-season summary. So I'll be asking you the same questions I ask you at the end of every season. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into this shit. Yeah. Season 3, episode 24, the penultimate episode of season 3. Yeah. First aired on the 8th of May, 1997. How many people do you think are watching this one? Your turn to go first. I'll go with... Wait, what was it last time? I did not write that down. All right, oh, great. 24.2. 24.2, okay. I'm going to say 24.7. I'm going to say 24.2. It's not going to be exactly <laughs> the same. It could be. It's 23.1. So who's closer? Me. Yeah, you. Woo! Ooh. 23.1. I'm going to write that one down. Ah, very good. I mean, we're going to be talking about the next episode in like half an hour anyway. But All right, so we open in Central Park. Chandler makes a very unfunny joke about um, urine sample. Or Saying something. that there's a town. What if there's a town called Sample? And then the sign would say urine sample. Yeah, but signs don't say urine. Well, they would say you are in. Like you are in sample. No, it would say you are entering I guess. So it would be funnier if it was like, what if there was a town called my butt? And it would be, you are entering my butt. That's much better. I guess. Do you want to call up the writers and we can have them, you know, re-record and I'll change the audio? I'll just save it for the inevitable Friends reunion, which is coming any day now. Mm-mm. <laughs> any day now. It's going to happen. Okay. I won't hold my breath. Monica arrives. She is anxious to tell the Friends what Pete wanted to talk to her about. She, the friends are all of the opinion that he's going to propose. Turns out that he is not going to propose. He's going to become a big manly cage fighter. Yes. But before they can do that, they are interrupted by a couple of hairy men who want to sit (laughs) on the couch next to them. Bloody hell. It's Billy Crystal and Robin Williams. Woo! You got like the audience. Woo! Yeah. Were you surprised to see them? Yeah, I was. I thought they would have more to do, but yeah. You love a bit of Robin Williams. Yeah, I like Robin Williams. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's not particularly good here, but he's... Well, he's yes, he good. is. Yeah, he's all right. I just get distracted by the length of his arm hair. He, yep. Short sleeves. You don't see him in short sleeves very often. He is a hairy, hairy man. Yeah, he is. So what unfolds is just this weird... Like drama between Billy Crystal and Robin Williams, who are sharing a couch with the friends. Central Park is packed on that day. It's a beautiful day, beautiful May day in New York. So everyone's flocking to the coffee shop. Yeah, and there are already three of them sitting on the couch. So then they had a had them all move over, and Billy Crystal and Robin Williams are sitting very close to everyone, right at the end of the couch. And Monica is trying to tell them what's happened, but their story they're discussing is very loud. Robin Williams is doing a indistinct like foreign accent yes it sounds very effeminate and he's actually used that accent before in mrs doubtfire that's one of his voices yeah it's one of his voices when he's you know getting the prosthetics and stuff on from his brother it's not when he's calling sally field like as different people asking about the job no she's like god all these weirdos no it's once he started putting little parts of the new you know, the prosthetics okay. and the wigs and all that. And one of them is that voice. 
So there's drama. It's distracting. He's worried that his wife's having an affair. So he's confiding in his friend Billy Crystal. There's mentions of a wound, which is oozing. Um, the friends just, like, give up any pretense of listening to Monica and just eavesdrop on this. And then Billy Crystal reveals that he's having an affair with Robin Williams's wife. And they get into a loud argument. And then they, they run off. From Because they do not come back in this episode. Yes. Do you think that they just ask them to come in, improv something, and then leave? I think so... They, I think that this was all a part of um, classic Jack Donaghy NBC synergy because I believe they had a movie out around about this time, so they just kind of dropped them in to. I don't, I don't even know how it would be like advertising the movie though, because I don't think they were playing the characters that they play in the movie. But they had a movie coming out called Father's Day or something like that. Like I, I thought it was that, you know, I was under the impression when I was first seeing it that. They were just playing a joke and like everyone, you know, some guy at the bar was like, or the <laughs> the bar at the coffee shop was like, go and just put on this weird accent and do do a bit in front of these people and then just leave. I want to see how funny that is. I think that was kind of it. I think they probably, like, it seemed a little bit improv Like, it seemed like we're just going to sit down, we're going to chat and we're going to, like, there was probably like, go sit down next to them. And distract them. Monica's going to try and say something, but you guys are going to distract them. Yeah, I'm, I think it was improv. I really don't think it was scripted. Yeah. But I just don't get the point I of it at point. all. Just, why not? I guess. I mean, this was a heavy, this was a great episode for guest stars. we got a couple more to talk about along the way. Got some people I like very much in this episode. Hmm. And so they, like, run off having had this argument and everyone, like, turns back to Monica and it's like, Monica, Monica, what, what was Pete going to say? And she's sort of like, I don't even remember now. Oh, <laughs> no. I think it was all just a distraction because something I caught just as the episode was about to begin is a return to our old trope that we haven't seen in a while, but Monica was sitting on Ross's lap. And he had his arm around her. Oh, well, I mean, he's not getting the good stuff from Rachel anymore. Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. All right, so the episode opens. Monica is telling the news to everyone. They're like, oh, he's not going to propose. What the hell is ultimate fighting championship-ness? Yep. And Monica's like, I don't even know. And the guys kind of fill her in on what it's like. It's just basically... As Monica says, it's wrestling without the costumes. To which Joey says, yeah, but it's not fake. You're just like, how dare you, Joey? How dare you? <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone was like that, or, or, or you Wrestling, like everybody in the coffee shop then was like, whoa, whoa, Joey, Joey, come on, mate. Wrestling's not fake. It's predetermined, but it's not fake. Those injuries are real. I'm pretty sure uh, no one said that. How do you fall off a 20-foot ladder? How do you learn to do that? How do you fake that? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Should we write in? I'm furious, but luckily everybody like educates Joey, and he comes away from it with a a, a richer understanding of the craft. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Ross is like the only thing you can't do is eye gouging and fish hooking. To which then Joey demonstrates what fish hooking is. Ick. Yeah. All I could think about was how many germs are on Joey's hands. His hands were totally clean. He just gave the duck a bath. That's you don't give ducks a bath. They don't need baths. (laughs) They probably need like a. No. It's like shampoo to stop them from getting How many ringworm. wild ducks do you know that go and bathe with soap and water? Right, but if you're going to live with them, you're going to want to keep like the normal ticks and creepy They don't go outside. How would they get ticks? You don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe he just likes playing with his duck in the bath. I'll say. Uh-huh. Chandler has a new boss. Yeah, what? 
What? As soon as I saw this guy, I was just so confused by him. I was confused by his coat jacket. I don't understand what was confusing about this guy. He was just a strange person. I didn't get his coat jacket. I didn't get why he was sitting on a table instead of at the table with everyone else. I, I just, I... He's a straight shooter. He I, shoots from the hip. He was strange. He, I felt like he was trying to be seductive in some way. Oh, really? Yeah, I got like a weird vibe from him. So, for those of you that haven't seen the episode recently, it's Sam McMurray, who's a pretty well-known American character actor. Maybe best known for um, being in um, Raising Arizona, the Coen Brothers movie. He's just, he kind of, he, he does this character a lot. He does the kind of loud, obnoxious, I don't know, like, I think, like, in if you were in a movie and you wanted to cast, like, an, Ameri- an obnoxious American tourist, you would cast Sam McMurray. That's kind of what he does very well. He's, like, kind of loud and boisterous and he doesn't give a damn and he's just... And I think that's what he's going for here as well. Oh. Well, I don't know him. He's good. He's good. I've seen him do a lot of stuff. He's, he's pretty great. Anyway, Chandler, shockingly, tells a really funny joke at the end of the meeting, makes everybody laugh, and then the boss is like, seems quite taken by him, and um, celebrates his, his, little, his little goof, his little funniness with an ass slap. Yeah. Ugh. Sexual harassment in the workplace. Honestly. Like, uh, I think Chandler was pretty taken aback by that. Like, why would that guy just slap my ass? But he didn't say anything because I think he was a little bit in shock. Yeah, he was taken aback. You don't really expect it. Right. It's another example of, like, you couldn't really make this episode today. Like, it's a very sensitive subject, you know, sexual harassment and men in positions of power exploiting people beneath them. Both male and female. Well, you don't see him slap a female's ass in this. Thank goodness. That would have just made it a little bit more problematic. Would it have been different? Yeah. I think so. Like, if it had been Rachel at her job, and someone was just like, good job, Rachel slapped on the ass, you would think this guy's a perv. But they're not really ever... There's no suggestion that this guy is like... Or no one ever, like, brings up this guy might be attracted to Chandler, and it might be like a sexual thing. It's just a kind of weird trope that he has. So that means if it... From what you're saying, if it had been a woman that he did that to, that means that he's attracted to her. So like, I think if, that would be the implication. I'm not saying that that's what what it would be, but like. But if he did it to everybody, females included. I really want to tread carefully here because I want I don't want to sound like Matt Damon. All um, right, you know what? I'll I'll let you out of the hot seat. Yeah, and... can we just back out of this very contentious issue? I don't really want to like it's it's wrong if. If you don't want your butt to be touched by anyone, then they shouldn't touch your butt. That is my official stance on it. And if you do that, then you're not a nice person. Okay. That's my official stance. It's on the record now. Let the record show Michael is against ass slapping. Unwanted ass slapping in any shape or form. Shall we roll on? <laughs> I think I'm, I think I've covered myself all right there. All right. We get a weird scene where Ross is making a table reservation under the name of Winona Ryder. Presumably they're going to a nice restaurant, and so he's, like, dropping a celebrity name so they get a good table. Can you do that, and then when they show up and it's not her? I mean, they could, like, if you show up with three females, one of them can just be like, well, I'm Winona Ryder. I never said I was the movie star. Ah, that's true. And it's still getting six people. Like, it's going to be a good tab. Your restaurant will still be making money. Yeah. 
Chandler congratulates him for making the reservation by slapping his ass. It leads to a big conversation. They basically kind of land on, oh, he's probably a sports guy, and it's just kind of a weird kind of, you know, good job. Football players slap each other on their, their backsides when they do a good job. Baseball players do that too? Yeah. yeah. So, Which is strange. You don't really see that in any other context. Well, sports is its own thing. Sports is weird. Sports is weird. Chandler turns to the gang for help, for suggestions. Ross is just like, well, just never turn your back on him. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, good job, Ross. Good job, Ross. Idiot. Idiot. Joey is like, you should just put something that smells bad on your butt so that when he touches your butt, his hand will smell. Now, would that be like on his actual butt or on his pants? I think he's talking about like spraying something on his pants. Oh. But then he kind of loses it. Like, what can we put on your butt that smells bad? And then you're sort of like, oh, I can think of a few things. (laughs) I didn't really get it. No. I mean, it's just. All I could think of was him like smearing something all over it, not spraying. (laughs) And then I thought of. Poop, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's they, they got you where they wanted you to go. Okay, great. Yeah, they got you there. Oh, Joseph. Phoebe wants to talk to Rachel real quick. Um, she wants to set Ross up with one of her friends who we've never met before. She's like, if you're not okay with it, it's fine. And Rachel's like, well, who is this girl? And she's like, oh, it's my friend Bonnie. She's average height. She's pretty. And she's bald. And as soon as Rachel hears that she's bald, she's like, yep, that's absolutely fine. Because she knows Ross wouldn't be attracted to her? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's just like, oh, this is one of Phoebe's hippie friends. I wanted Ross to have a shit date. Mm. So she doesn't have to say no and come across as petty or vindictive or jealous. Yeah, okay. We then cut to the gym where Pete is training. Yeah, he's got some muscles on him. Does he? His arms? No, his biceps? I don't know. You don't really see. He's always... Oh, yeah, when he's boxing, I He's guess. like, I don't know. Yeah, he's all right. Okay. He's, he's got some work to do. Yeah, and then Monica just kind of, like, slips in into this gym. Would you like to rephrase? <laughs> She's just, like, waltzes into this training gym. Yeah. I don't know. Is it, you'd think it'd be my... Like, you'd think it might be off limits to... I don't think so. No? It's probably just a room in his, like, apartment or something. Oh, I forgot he's super rich. He's super rich. I kind of thought it was, like, an outside, you know, fancy, member-only type place. Well, maybe, but, like, she's Pete's Pete's guy. Girl. Girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete is being trained by another uh, famous American-Asian character actor, James Hong. I think I remember him in Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan. He's probably in that. Big Trouble in Little China, he was in as well. He's in a lot of things. He's, he's Cartwright. Cartwright. Oh my God, that's how I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Cartwright. Yeah, from the famous uh, Chinese restaurant episode of Seinfeld. (laughs) I love that episode. He's great. He's just, he just pops up in loads of things and he is very funny in pretty much everything. I really like him. She say curse word, I hang up. <laughs> Cartwright? But who's Cartwright? <laughs> I'm Cartwright. But you're not. Of course I'm not Cartwright! <laughs> oh, uh, I, wish, I wish Friends made me laugh. Yeah, like I wish you... Seinfeld does. I've never seen you laugh that much at anything on Friends. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? Well, they just still must time. not be doing their job right. There's still time. Maybe it's because I have to analyze it instead of just sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. You don't analyze it. What analyzing do you do? I notice more things than you've noticed in your 20 million times watching it. I don't know about that. Well, you'll see because I have something to point out later. Okay. 
Monica is concerned. Pete's like, don't worry, I'm going to get trained real well. James Hong used to be an assassin, so he's going to train me up real good. And so she's like, okay. We then see Rachel go to the coffee shop. Phoebe is sitting with a person who is introduced to her as Bonnie, who is the woman that uh, Phoebe's setting Ross up on a date with. She is very pretty. She's very pretty. Cute as a button, I wrote down. Yes, she is cute as a button, as Michael wrote down. And she has a full head of hair. Full head. And, and it, a and luxurious blonde hair. I think it's a little ridiculous that Phoebe says, oh yeah, two years ago she was bald. And now she has medium to long length hair. In two years, she would not have that much hair. Unless she's like a superhero or taking like hair growth hormones. There's just no way. I'm surprised they didn't just have a, a short haired wig on her or something. Because she just has, she's, her hair's longer than freaking Rachel's. Why are you staring at me? It wouldn't like that? take that. I don't know. I've never gone two years without a haircut. It wouldn't be that long in two years. No. Okay. From bald to medium to long length, past your shoulders. Mm-hmm. No. Now, we watched, because Phoebe was like, oh, you met her at my birthday party two years ago. We watched that episode. That was the one where Joey was on a date with Ursula at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see no bald chick walking around, unless I got, got her confused for Gunther in the background of some shots <laughs> or something. Yeah, who knows? I'm sure she's just there and whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize the actress? No. It was uh, Christine Taylor. Nope. Comedic actress from Dodgeball, a true underdog story, and Zoolander. She plays Matilda. She's also um... real life married to Ben Stiller, who we saw just a few episodes ago. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rachel um, pulls Phoebe aside and she's mad. She's like, that woman isn't bald. Why are you setting her up with Ross? And Phoebe's just kind of confused. Just like, well, you said I could. And she's like, I thought she was bald. And Phoebe's like, well, she was bald two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I need more realism in this show. <laughs> Is that unrealistic of me to ask? Is it so unrealistic? Well, it like, hair wouldn't like, be that long. Someone's hair growing that much in two years. The fact that she said it was bald, not like she had a shaved head. She said she was bald. So? So shaved head has a little more hair than bald. I don't know. I I don't think it's that bad. It could grow. Maybe she has extensions or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Chandler is trying to avoid getting ass slapped. It's not working out. He's getting ass slapped still. The guys at work are jealous yeah, because it signifies the fact that the boss has chosen Chandler as his favorite. Mm. And so he can pretty much do no wrong. And, you know, he's getting this recognition that the other guys kind of are craving. Because Chandler can only work alongside people that were in 1990s kids shows. Did you notice Marshall from Clarissa Explains It All is one of his No, co-workers? I haven't seen that in so long. Oh, yes, yes. Jeez, this is just chock full. Yeah, isn't it just... Um, so they're all jealous of him, basically. They're like, we wish we were getting ass slapped. And he's kind of surprised by that. He's taken aback. Yeah. Okay, another... <laughs> he's taken aback that anyone else would want to be slapped on the ass without permission. They're normalizing sexual predators, and it's not okay. But clearly it's not a sexual thing. Yes. It's more just, uh... It's more like a handshake from Paul Hollywood. <laughs> What a great way of putting it. And I really hope he starts busting those out in the new series of Bake Off. We then cut to a sports arena in New York City. It's time for the big fight. 
Pete Becker is about to make his UFC debut. Monica and Ross are there. Monica's sporting a real nice uh, Team Becker top. This fight came along very, very quickly. Well, we don't know how long he'd been training for, right? Well, he only bought the ring a little while ago, and he's only just told Monica a week ago, and we know that Friends is trying to keep, like, his continuity to, like, a week passes in the in the length of an episode. Maybe he just thought, okay, I'm going to try my first fight. He's taken a very cavalier attitude to it. Well, I can give you an example, because I know you're not huge on UFC, but there was a professional wrestler called CM Punk. I know that name. You know CM Punk, mm-hmm. right? So he quit, he quit wrestling took some time off, and then announced that he was joining the UFC. He then spent about nine months to a year training for his first fight, and he got killed, like, in the first minute. He got killed? Not, like, literally. Oh. But, like, he got beaten pretty damn easily against a fairly decent opponent. But, like, this was a guy who already had, like, a background in martial arts and stuff. Oh, and wow. he trained for nine to 12 months, and he still was nowhere near ready. So, Pete, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Come Pete? Come on. Also, he's fighting Tank Abbott, who is a legitimate um, UFC fighter. Oh, okay. Also a former WCW wrestler. And he's very large. He's 300 pounds. Yeah. Now, I don't I don't have a great knowledge of UFC. Maybe back in the day they didn't have weight divisions. Certainly now they would not put a 300-pound yeah. man against Pete Becker. Yeah. But I think maybe when it first started there weren't weight divisions. I think it was just like... Whoever. Take on all comers. All Try right. not to die. So the fight starts. Pete is confident, but he gets killed straight away. Like the guy picks him up, rams him against the cage, and then cut to him being battered and bruised. Yeah, he has stitches, and oh god, he looks awful. Monica goes to the back and like congratulates him. She's like, I'm really proud of you. And he's like, That's good to hear after hearing 20,000 people chant, You suck. You wish, mate. They were probably just apathetic. They wanted to see a good fight and you just got killed. <laughs> Monica thinks that he can now put this behind him and not have any regrets. He's like, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to be the ultimate fighting champion. And I don't care how many people step on my neck in the process. Do you admire his dedication to this or do you think it's just being a stupid man being stupid? And I see, uh, yes, I see his point. I see Monica's point. I think it's nice that he has a passion for something and he wants to try this. He set his mind to it and even though he knows that it could take a long time and he could get really hurt in the process, it's just something that he feels he needs to do, so I can admire that. Mm -hmm. He promises Monica that he's going to get better, so she shouldn't worry. And then he's like, oh, my coach thinks that you being there was a distraction. And Monica was like, yeah, that, that was the problem. Yeah, he needs a lot more work. So we then cut to... A site, another site we haven't seen in a while. The gang grilling up on their balcony there. Mm. They're getting ready to watch his next fight. What the hell is going on? You don't. It's not like fucking baseball season where you just like have a fight every night. But could that have been three weeks later? They don't even like. They, there's months in between fights. Again, this is maybe the continuity of this show. Come on, this is maybe the early days of the UFC, but there's no way that guy was going to be fight ready like a couple of weeks later. No, I don't think it is a couple of weeks later because I mean this doesn't really matter. Like we shouldn't hold it up too highly. But Ross is like talking about his first date with Bonnie, and he's like, "Yeah, it was great." Yeah, Yeah. that's true, right? So, at any rate, they're getting ready to watch a next fight. Monica's about to 
guzzle down four hot dogs because she's nervous. <laughs> wow, bloody hell. Heartburn isn't going to help anything, Monica. I'll say. Ross is talking to like Chandler and Phoebe out on the balcony and Joey kind of leans out and goes, the fight's starting. And then they talk for like 10 seconds and then Joey like leans his head out and goes, fight's over. And you're like, <laughs> oh boy. He got creamed. He got, we can only assume, but yes. Chandler is trying a new strategy to avoid getting ass slapped. He's doing a bad job. He's not doing what he's supposed to. So he thinks that he's not going to get rewarded with a pat on the b- the b- 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 backside. Yep. Um, but the guy's like, ah, you're still my number one guy and gives him a slap anyway. We're also revealed, you know, not only is he an ass slapper, a sexual harasser, he's also a, a drunk driver. He was talking about how he got loaded and the drive home was, was rough. Oh, God. So, yeah, tough. He is not the greatest. Chandler just decides to confront him about it, and he's just like, I know that that's your style, but it's making me uncomfortable. And the guy's like, all right, I respect that. Yeah, good for him for finally speaking up. Yep. We then see Phoebe and Rachel walking down the street. Phoebe is asking Rachel if she would prefer to live in the pocket of a sweaty giant or in a sewer drain. Which would you prefer, Elizabeth? In his sewer drain? No, in a sewer drain. Oh, I thought it was in his sewer drain. Oh, I don't know. Let's go back and watch it. I think the pocket. You'd rather live in the pocket? At least I'd be warm. Yeah, you get to go places. Yeah, you get to see things. You get used to the smell. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we're going. Your pockets don't get that sweaty anyway. Oh, wait, what pocket? Yeah, wow, that's important. (laughs) I was thinking like the little shirt pocket that's on the front. You wish. I think at best maybe front jean pocket, but maybe at worst butt pocket. That'd be okay, actually. That'd be okay. Yeah. Or if, it was like, or if it was like a, the pouch of a hoodie. That's okay. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, like a kangaroo. <laughs> but like a shower drain, you'd be, you know, wet all the time. It would be the gross like hair and grossness of the day. Who knows what they're washing off. Mm. What if he pees in it? Like What if he pees in it? What? I, all right. Yeah, fair enough. I thought we were still talking about pockets, but you were talking about drains. <laughs> yes. I pee in my pockets. Anyway, Elizabeth, there's no time. This is running long. We've right. still got another episode to go. Right. Um, Rachel sees Ross on a date, and she is jealous. Yep, because she's pretty, and Ross likes her. Yeah, and Phoebe's just like, what's up with that? And she's like, I just don't want him to be happy so soon. So she's got some feelings. She should she's... have just said, you know what? No, originally. She should Too have. Too late, though. Too late. Can't do it now. Well, it's her own fault. No one to blame but herself. Yep. We then see Pete. He's in a full body cast. Still beat up. Got a big scar on his face. After that second fight, uh, Monica, again, implores him to quit. And he's just like, I'm not going to quit. And she's like, you suck at this. You are the worst ultimate fighter in the world. Yeah. But also she says, I care about you too much to see you hurt yourself. Yeah. So she decides... That they shouldn't be together. Yeah, she gives him an ultimatum. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he sticks to his guns. He does, which I kind of admire because he says something like, if you don't support me in this... Elizabeth, I have it perfectly. Oh. This is a scene that has stayed oh. with me for many a time. He goes... Oh my, okay. If you ask me to quit, you're asking me to be something I'm not. I have to do this. And we know, we know Pete, he loves himself a bit of Monica. He's been chasing her all season. Why do you know that so well? And I don't know. Just, it's a powerful scene. Oh, my. It's a powerful scene. And, you know, for the second time in two seasons, Monica is, is dumped by a guy with interesting facial hair. She just can't get it right. Yeah. Maybe her and Chandler should just be together. Oh, no. No, no. 
I still miss Richard Burke. Pete, I, I, look, I like Pete Becker and I respect Pete Becker, but Pete Becker is no adulterer Richard Burke. That's I think true. we can all agree. Yeah. So they break up. We then cut back to the office. Everybody's getting slaps. It's Slap City. Slap City, chick. Slap, slap, city, bitch. Ten, ten, ten. I don't know. Get out of here. like Siri when you ask Siri to rap that song. <laughs> um, yep, uh, all of Chandler's co-workers are getting slaps, and the guy's like, you want one? And he's like, kind of. <laughs> and the episode ends with him enjoying a good old pat on the, the backside. Just falling into the mob mentality. Well, you know what? He wants it, so I guess it's okay. Well, he's giving his consent at least yep. now. If you're only going to slap people, if someone asks you to slap them on the bum. You better it, in hell slap them on the bum. Really? You can't decline. You have. If someone asks, you have you to. You have it. to. It's the rules. Okay. I guess that's, that's your stance on the matter. Mm-hmm. I've made mine very clear. You've made yours very clear. Yep. Good. And the episode ends with the gang watching another fight. Three fights in a week. I can tell Pete Becker what's going wrong here. He was in a body cast yesterday, and he's back in the octagon. The gang are being massively unsympathetic towards Monica's breakup. Yes, they are. Like, Joey's, like, taunting her, basically, because she can't watch. And he's like, oh, my God, Pete's winning. And she's like, oh, really? And he's like, nope. Yeah, I like the way he delivered that. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's the first time Joey's, Joey has, like, three things to say in this yeah, episode. Right? He washed his duck. He and... did the fights beginning, fights over, and then he's like, Pete's winning. Yeah. Nope, no, he's not. Oh, boy. And Ross has a particularly callous line to Monica. What does he say? This is ironic. Like, of your last two boyfriends, Richard didn't want to have kids, and now it looks like Pete can't. That's so tough. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's that's rude. She's going through some shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. And I want to point something out that I bet you didn't notice. What's that? In that scene. What's that? There's a picture of Monica and Ben framed on the table next to the couch. That's nice. So he made an appearance Not in a picture. Really. That picture was probably taken, like, on the day he was born. Did you notice that? I didn't. I, I take notes. You just sit and watch. You should be picking up on this stuff. I used to take notes. Did you? Like, yeah. once? No. Like, the first season I took notes. Well. Now I just remember it. And that's why I forget you everything don't else. don't remember anything. I, I point the cool things out to you all the time. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. So that was the end of it. Do you think we've seen the last of Pete Becker? No. No, we have. Sorry. What the hell? Let me predict. No, he's gone. I was hoping he would pop up in years later and he would just be like a massive Massive. tank with like neck tattoos and just be like, (laughs) yeah, I'm the fucking ultimate fighting champion. But no, he doesn't. No, he probably broke his spine one too many times. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Maybe season four opens with them coming back from his funeral. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, So that was the one with the ultimate fighting champion. A weird episode. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah, taking a little bit of a break from reality. Hair growing faster than it should. And ultimate fighters fighting way more often than they should. Yep. Yeah. And people enjoying a butt pat. Mm-hmm. All right. So, rather than wrapping up, we're going to play some elevator music. And we're going to watch the final episode of the season. The one at the beach. The one at the beach. Cue some Nicki Minaj. Let's go to the beach, beach. Let's go get away. Siri, stop.
And we're back. We just finished watching season three. Woo! The last episode. The one at the beach. Oh my god. Let's get a quick uh, pulse check on where we are from, oh my god. from the last one. You still freezing? You warmed up a little? Has I'm... the hot beach location warmed your cold heart? Maybe if the sun had been out. Oh, well, it does come out later on. Uh, no, I'm still freezing. Freezing. And what about pulse check on where we are in terms of excitement on the episode? Ooh. Well, it's crazy. And they always do this. They end on... The last episode seems to be the best in the in the season. Yeah? Oh, is. right. Okay. Mm -hmm. You think that's where we're at with this? Well, we'll get to that later on. So, yeah, let's just jump right in. The one at the beach. 15th of May, 1997. How many people do you think watching it? Season finale. 43. 43 million. Oh. 23. 23 on the dot? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go 24 on the dot then. And the correct answer is 28.8. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Way off. I haven't won in like weeks so, so I think I needed that. I'll give it to you because you needed it. I needed it. Loser. So we open. We're in Central Park again. Chandler is talking to Bonnie. Ross's new squeeze, Christine Taylor. They're talking about her first sexual experience, which was with another woman. Yep. The guys love a little bit of Bonnie. God, even they just like anything that has to do with women being sexual or mm -hmm. boobs or... They're just into that. Bonnie is sexually frivolous. I think that she is not afraid to express herself through her sexuality. Yes. Maybe a little ahead of its time for 1997? Probably. Good for her, mm -hmm. I say. We need more of that sort of thing. But the guys love her. The girls are kind of... I think the girls are intimidated by her. Rachel especially. But I think Monica's a little bit... Hmm. I didn't get that from Monica. Okay. She makes some snidey comments to begin with as well, I think. Oh. Well, she probably just doesn't approve because that's not the way she does things. Mm. So she can be a little judgy. Chandler is looking a lot better. He's shaved. He's shaved. I think he's put on a wee bit of weight. He's just looking a bit healthier. Yeah. It's good to see. Thank goodness. I feel like that's been his unspoken character arc for this season. Mm. Just, it's been a hell and back. Good yeah, he him. looks much better without that horrifying goatee. His haircut's better, though. He's looking... He's put on a bit of weight. Good for him. <laughs> Phoebe comes into Central Perk. She's all a flutter. She's found an old photograph of her mum, Lily, and her dad, Frank, and some other woman. And it's a clue to Phoebe's mysterious past. Yes, she has quite the interesting story. Yeah. So where are we at with her? Dad is disappeared. She's got a half-brother, Frank Jr. Mum killed herself. Yeah, she committed suicide. Yep. And stepfather in jail, I believe. So an interesting... And she has her twin. And she has her twin, Ursula. Yes, indeed. And her brother, half-brother, is getting married to a 50-year-old woman. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Good stuff. Yes. So this is, an, this is another piece of the puzzle, basically. It's them at, like, a beach house, and they used to hang out. So she want, she found out that this woman lives, like, up at the at the beach. Monta, I think they say. You oh, I didn't even catch that. I think they drop that in. Huh. Um, so they're going to all go up and pay her a visit. She's going to hope, she's hoping that this woman knows about her dad. Yes. And the gang's all going along. But not Bonnie. She has to work. She's got to work. Much too to bad. Rachel's happiness. Yes, indeed. It reminded me of the whole Julie thing with Rachel. Kind of like the comments she says to 
Bonnie. Oh, you know yeah. she's kind of snarky. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good callback. Good callback. Thank you. We then get the opening credits. I was really enjoying the Rembrandt's drummer in this episode. Oh, yeah? It's just a bit, like the bit where he goes, it's like you're always stuck in second gear. The drums kind of come to the forefront, and it's like, do, 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 Like, yeah, he never gets his, you know, all the other Rembrandts, they're celebrated. Everyone talks about how great they are, the lead singer and the guitarist, and they've got, you know, their statues in New York, but no one ever talks about the Rembrandt's drummer. I just think that's really sad. You know what? Now we're talking about him. Good. He's finally getting the credit that he deserves. So then we cut to the rarely seen outside of Central Park. They're sitting outside at the tables. Yeah. Do they have tables out there? I don't think I've ever noticed that before. In the summer, I guess they do. Okay. Because we're in May now. They're just sitting around. Monica's moping because she broke up with Pete. Chandler consoles her. She's like, I'm going to be an old maid. Which, as we know from watching It's a Wonderful Life, is literally the worst thing that can happen to a person. Worst thing ever. Worse than your brother dying. And worse than your uncle being in an insane asylum. Being an old maid. Yep. So, she's worried about that. Chandler's like, well, if you don't find anyone, I'll be your boyfriend. And Monica laughs it off. That's a legitimate thing, though. I made that pact with some of my friends. But they don't like... He doesn't like, oh, if you're still single when you're... 35 or 40 because they're probably already 35 or 40 (laughs) (laughs) um she's just like she laughs it off she's just like "Ah, you told a joke the very idea how ridiculous Chandler and Monica together I couldn't even imagine I had just called that earlier didn't I that they should just be together well you already know where we're going on that I know is this just like a little bit of foreshadowing no um we'll, we'll get to it more as the seasons progressed, but there there was no, like, long-term plan to put them together. Oh, okay. So, no, I don't think this was foreshadowing. I think this was just so, something for them to do this episode. So that tells me that it'll be a few seasons before they end up together, or then. Or will it? Well, you or just said... will it? Okay, yes, or will it? Phoebe arrives in the taxi, the rarely seen taxi that belongs to her grandmother. They're all going along. Rachel has a huge hat. And they decide to spend about a minute and a half just making fun of the hat. It is very large. Like, just, I know it's probably a fashion statement uh, and, like, Ross got it for her, so that's all, like, she's trying to butter him up or whatever, but. Yeah, but, like, they literally, like, just spend, an hour, like, a minute, which is, you know, a twentieth of the show's runtime. They just needed something Making to do. jokes about hats, like, the writers were like, well, these jokes about our hat are brilliant. We can't cut any of them, so we'll just have everyone say something. Yes. And so, and they just, it's just weird. They're just all standing next to the taxi, and it's just like, yeah, nice hat, Rachel. Fucking idiot. But it was very funny, obviously. Uh, They get to the beach house, but it's raining. It's pouring. The old man is snoring. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's hiding under Rachel's huge hat. They go into the house. This house was given to, loaned to Phoebe by one of her clients. Mm -hmm. It's worth saying. And they go in and there's sand all over the floor. And we're not talking about someone just walked through with, with, um, sandy feet. feet. We're talking like, it's like the literal floor of the beach inside the house. Yeah. It's the layers and layers of sand. Like you were at the beach. And they're just like, Phoebe's like, oh yeah, I said there might be flood damage. And everyone's just like, okay. And like... Wait, we're just going to gloss over this? I know. 
The floor is sand. The floor is sand, Elizabeth. I thought they were going to try to get into a different place or whatever, but no. No, they're cool with it. Phoebe goes to visit Phoebe, who's the old friend of her mom. Mm -hmm. It was fun taking notes on all of this. She lives in a beach house. She is a realtor? Yep. Real estate agent. She goes and talks. She's like, oh, I'm your, your, your friend's daughter. It's exciting. Yeah, good to see you. Um... The woman doesn't know where Frank is. And then Phoebe sees a f- picture on her fridge that she steals because she's suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yeah. We good with that? And the Phoebe mom's friend is kind of, I don't know, she's kind of acting a little bit strange. And she's like, it was terrible the way that your mom passed away. Her eyes are darting back and forth suspiciously. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's tugging on her collar nervously. No. Yeah. Something's not quite right with this Phoebe. Nope. Much like the other Phoebe. Uh, no. (laughs) We cut back to the guys in the house. They're all bored. They're making indoor sandcastles, which does seem like fun. It was cool, and I really liked Chandler was making one with his margarita glass. (laughs) There's just like a little castle inside it. Yeah, he's going to have a sandy margarita later on. I know, but it was funny. Joey wants to play strip poker because he's a dirty dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Rachel wants to paint Ross's nails. Which leads to some flirty chasing. Yes. And then they flop on the couch together, laughing. <laughs> That's the noise they make. They're like, <laughs> Why are you so grossed out by that? Are you leaving that in? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm so That's sorry, everyone. Do. That's basically what they do. No, they don't moan like that. Oh, God. Phoebe talks to the gang. She thinks that the photo that she has on the fridge is her dad's. So she thinks that this woman knows... Where her dad is. Yeah, and she's just not telling her. Yeah, but they're going to meet for dinner the next night. Yeah. So she's like, oh, she'll probably tell me then. She's then, the gang are like, oh, we're all bored. So Phoebe's like, okay, well, I'll close my eyes and I'll point to one of you. And that person picks what we do and we have to do it. So she closes her eyes and like spins around and she stops on Chandler. And Chandler's just like, I guess we'll just play strip poker. (laughs) And Joey's like, yeah! (laughs) Here's a tip. Maybe don't play strip poker with your sister or yeah. your brother. Yep. Uh-huh. Not a great idea. Nope. That's disgusting. Yep. And But they couldn't find a deck of cards, so they found a board game of Happy Days. Yes. So they kind of make their own rules. Yep. So, you know, if you get so many cool points, then you have to choose someone to take an article of clothing off. Yep. Uh, cut to them, like, all sitting pretty fully clothed, and then pan to Joey, who's naked. Because they've all just ganged up on Joey. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. He wanted to play. Very funny, Elizabeth. Ross is pretty drunk. Rachel is taking advantage of him. Is she? Kind of. She, like, pours him more drinks, and she's like, I'm just making drinks. She's drinking, too, though. Yeah. And Monica's just like, oh, God, this is uh, pretty tough to watch. Can you please stop? And she's like, no, I'm just, you know, it's just everything. And she's like, oh, I think he's flirting with me, too. They are, yeah. They're both flirting with each other. All right, stop that. Uh, But then Bonnie arrives. Yeah. And you know how sometimes in Friends where something happens and the audience are like, yeah! Mm -hmm. Or like the audience like, oh. I swear, there is one woman in the audience that is so unhappy that Bonnie has turned up to be the spanner in the works to Ross and Rachel getting back together. There is one person you can hear that, like, groans. Yeah, She's just like, ah. But it's just <laughs> one person. You're just like, that person is so invested. I loved it. 
I was kind of disappointed that she showed up too. I mean, she has to show up, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I was kind of disappointed. Wow, we like Bonnie, don't we? No, I don't she's care right. for her. And the, you like her because she's pretty. She's all right. Ugh. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're playing strip poker happy days. And she's like, oh, let me catch up. And just like takes her top off and she's there in a bra. I want to call you on the fact that I don't like her because she's pretty. I like her because she feels like she would be friends with Phoebe. Like, I think she's written like that. I think, like, she's not just a typical, like, cute blondie. She's, like, weird as well. And Phoebe's a weird blondie. I so. don't get why she would like... I, I, don't, I don't get why her and Phoebe would be friends, actually. Oh, really? No, I think they It doesn't seem do. to work for me. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that we don't actually really ever see them interact yeah. in this episode. That's true. Which is a bit weird. But, no, I, I, th- I, I think they would be friends. Okay. I think. But she wouldn't be friends necessarily with the rest of the gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she arrives. She jumps right in. Yeah, she whaps her top off and sits in with them. We then cut to the next day. Chandler is uh, quizzing Monica more about how she, how he's not boyfriend material. Monica may or may not have had a haircut in between the night before. No, I think it's just because before it was up and now it was just down but it just seemed so short yeah. i don't remember her getting a haircut i think everyone looks pretty different from the last episode because like they know that you know spoiler alert they're going into a cliffhanger so like it was important that they look i think this episode was probably filmed closer to the beginning of season four than it was to the beginning of season three so that they look more like each other going in i see yeah so probably. like they probably recorded this episode like right as they were filming season four rather than the end of season three. Yeah. Because Chandler looks a bit different as well. And I think Joey's got a bit of a different haircut. So Joey's asleep. They've hilariously covered him in sand and made him into a sexy mermaid. It's cute. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's it's great. He's just out. He's out. Rachel comes down. Rachel is being catty in a throwback again to kind of how she was when Ross was with Julie. Mm-hmm. She's sort of like, mm, they were at it last night. It was so loud. Uh, we then get some nice weather, everyone goes out, everyone goes off and does their thing. Rachel's just kind of moping at the house and Bonnie kind of comes back having been swimming in the ocean and she's like, oh, my costume fell off and Chandler and Joey are so funny. <laughs> but she's struggling with her hair, her long blonde two-year growth hair. Two-year my ass. She's like, God, I never had this trouble when I used to shave my head. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, she gets a little evil glint in her eye. Yeah, she's like, oh, you know, I really like that look for you. She's like, oh, really? I've considered going back to it. She's like, you should. You should just go and shave it. And Bonnie's like, okay. Okay. I'm going to go do it. Rather than dry my hair, I'm just going to go shave it. Mm-hmm. All right. Phoebe's upset because other Phoebe canceled on her. So she's just like, oh, well, she's going out of town. I'm going to break into her house and try and find some evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good idea, Phoebe. Yeah, she thinks she's keeping something from her, and she's mad about it. Yeah. We then get bald Bonnie coming down the stairs. Everybody recoils in horror, and Ross is shocked. Do you think it looks bad on her? It doesn't really suit her, I have to say. And I I, I think it can be a good look for girls, for ladies with short hair, like shaved heads. But I don't think it works particularly well on her. Hmm. But maybe... It's because she's clearly wearing a bald cap. Maybe if she actually shaved her head, it would look fine. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's okay, actually. I think it's yeah, it's fine. But it's clear that Ross does not find her as attractive mm. with her bald head mm. as opposed to with hair, which is exactly what Rachel was going for. Yep, yep. That's what she wanted all along. Mm-hmm. She just wanted Ross to date a baldy. 
we then cut to later on uh ross confronts rachel because bonnie had been like oh yeah rachel kind of talked me into doing it and ross is mad and she's rachel's just sort of like well it's a noise i make when i can't really remember what they talked yeah about. i noticed that but then it comes around to um he's like you can't be jealous you're the one that broke it off she's like well it's not because i didn't love you it's because i was mad at you and he's like do you still love me she's like i don't know she she kind of does still love him but she's still furious for his infidelity yeah it's tough she's confused she doesn't know what she wants well she's like you still love me mm-hmm and he's like Bleh. tries to deny it but he can't he can't and then they kiss they kiss they do a kiss much to that woman's delight yeah. in the audience <laughs> Actually, I think I don't think the audience are there for that because there's no reaction from the audience. Yeah. There's no scream, which they normally would. So maybe there was no audience there for that part. Mm-hmm. But uh, or maybe they were just silently soaking it all in, just like yeah, kiss her good. That'd be you. Go on. Yeah, that's why I was saying creepy kiss her, as hell. Kiss her good. So yeah, they kiss, but then Joey and Chandler walk in. You're just like guys, come on. They didn't see it. They didn't. They did not. Though I think they sensed that they walked into something and Rachel's like, I'm going to go upstairs now. Hmm. You're s- disgusting <laughs> me this episode. Shouldn't it be me doing these things? What, these weird noises? Wouldn't it sound better coming from maybe a female voice? I think it sounds great. All right. Look, I'm painting a picture with words and sounds. Oh, God, it's awful. And it, well, look, but it, it's awful because it's kind of accurate. Like, these are, like, the faces that... These are the... If their faces could make noises... Oh, no. the faces they're making at each other, those are the noises they're making. I feel like it's accurate. I guess. It's grossing me out over here, though. <laughs> it is gross. Uh, Phoebe breaks into Phoebe's place, but Phoebe's still there, older Phoebe, and she, like, confronts her. She's like, you have a picture of my dad, and I deserve to know the truth of where I come from. And she's like, that's Chuck Mangiani? Yeah. Who's that? It might be someone famous. It must she's be. She's like, oh, you know, I sold him a house a couple of years ago. Yeah. We took a picture together. Okay. And she's like, oh, that's my dad? And she's like, no, that's not your dad. I don't know where yeah. Frank is. But then she's like, but you do deserve to know the truth about where you come from. And she's like, Phoebe, I'm your mother. That was crazy. Whoa. That was crazy. You didn't see that coming? No, I didn't see that coming. Why would I? That's crazy. She does kind of look like her, too. And they kind of act the same. They're both kind of like... So we need to find out why she lied. Mm. And said she killed herself. Or... No, that isn't it. That's... Wait, so the so it's a she's completely the, different person she thought was her, her best, mother. Yes. Like, this woman was pregnant, didn't want the baby, so gave it to her best friend, Lily, who then raised Phoebe. And Phoebe thought... Mm. yeah no it's not it's not she didn't fake her own suicide and then go to like hide i don't know is that what you thought happened kind of oh bless well maybe it is we'll wait and see no spoilers clearly it's not we'll find out (laughs) i don't remember Uh uh-huh joey and chandler try to offer ross some advice ross is like i don't know what i want like i either want to go finish that kiss or you know do the smart thing and stay with this girl Who's nice and good for me, and I've just got over Rachel. Right. It's like, when did this become your choice, Ross? Why do you get to pick? You don't deserve this. You don't get to choose between two girls. Well, Rachel is willing, I guess. Yeah, she... DTF. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can still say that, right? 
Yeah. The kids still say that. Cool. So he doesn't know what to do. And then Bonnie back, comes back. He's like, I'm going to go upstairs. I'll see you in a minute. And so now Ross has to decide which room is he going to go into. He's in the hallway. He's looking at two different doors. He goes through a door and he's like, hi. And he goes in. And that's the end. We don't know whose door he chose. Which room did he go into? Cliffhanger. Yep, indeed. Whose room do you think? Oh, wait, you know. I, I, I'll I ask know. myself. Elizabeth, whose room do you think I mean, I was into? literally about to that's ask That's okay. You. I asked myself. Okay. I'll just, I'll, I'm going to take a, fat, a cigarette break. I think he went into Bonnie's room. Okay. Because it would just be so obvious if he went into her room. And while the show is really obvious and, I don't know, plays that game, I feel like maybe he doesn't want to get hurt again. He doesn't want to do all that crap. He's happy enough with Bonnie. I don't know. Uh-huh. And because everyone else would be so disappointed, the audience, I don't know if that would scare them away or it would make them want to watch it more to be like, well, are they going to, though? For me, watching this at the time, this was very painful to watch. I was like, which is it? Mm. Knowing that I would have to then wait, you know, six months to find out the answer. Yeah. Damn television. Want some instant gratification. Oh, no. You only have to wait a week or so. Count yourself lucky. Poor thing. Yeah. It's tough. And then the episode ends with Chandler, like, practicing wooing Monica. He, like, comes to the door and he's like, oh, Stupid. Not worth talking about. It's funny. That's yeah, alright. I like Chandler. Yeah, he's good. He's okay. And that just wraps it up for the episode and wraps it up for the season. Yeah, we did it. The one finally. <laughs> feels like it's been a while. Yeah, this one took a long time. It's been a while. Yes, I know you're doing that. <laughs> it took a long time to get through, but we did it. We did it. I'm very proud We're of us. We're still alive. Mm-hmm. We're still best friends and co-hosts. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, we've we've made it through. Before we talk about season four, shall we do our summary of season three? Yeah! Transition music. So, I ask you the same questions every season. Just, and I've got the notes on what you said last time. Great, because I don't remember. Kind of compare and contrast. Okay. See how much things have changed over the last year. Okay. Take a little time to think back over the year that was. It's taken us a little longer than usual to get through this season. Think all the way back to the first episode, which was the one with the, um, can't remember the episode title, but Rachel was uh, dressing up in Princess Leia's gold bikini. It was like Ross. Oh, dang, special. that was yeah. so It was long a while ago. ago, right? I can help you out Ugh. if you can't remember things. But uh, we'll start off. Who's your favorite friend? This Phoebe. is based on, okay, Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Do you remember last year's? Phoebe. No, it was Monica. <gasps> Monica, you were really, oh. you were really digging season two, Monica. You identified with her a lot. So she defroned her for a season. But it's back to Phoebe. Okay. okay. Favorite episode. Now we've had some classics. You know, we had the one with the gold bikini. We had the one where no one's ready, which is the one we watched with Hannah, where they were all getting ready for like Ross's function. Joey put on all of Chandler's clothes because of couch Oh, yeah, well. that was funny. There's the one with the football, where they played the game of football. On Thanksgiving? There's, yep, that was yeah. the Thanksgiving one. There was the one where Ross did a kiss on the Photoshop girl and. The next episode where, like, they had the big argument about it, which was really good. Uh, the one with Ross's Thing, which was a lot of our listeners' favorite episode, which was just a couple of episodes ago. Mm, um, I think... The one with the tiny t-shirt, the one with the doll's house, the one without the ski trip, the one where Phoebe's ex-partner came and she stole the Smelly Cat song, the one where Richard yeah. came back and had a wee fling with Monica. 
I think you're going to hate me for saying this, but I think this one was my favorite. This last I episode. I don't hate you for that at all. I thought it was a good episode. Okay. That's a good choice. Nice to go out on a high. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite non-friend character. So it has to be someone from season three. So we've had Bonnie. We've seen Gunther come into his own a lot more. We've had Pete Becker. We've had the Chicken ben the Duck. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, yes, he was good. Wait, the Chicken the Duck and Count? I guess. <laughs> no, it's probably um, Gunther. Gunther? Yeah. Yes, of course he's it just, is. He's just the poor thing. I hope he gets more screen time. So good. Just to go back, your favorite episode from season two was the one with the bullies, where oh, Chandler yeah. and Ross got into a fight. Uh-huh. And your favorite non-character last season was obviously Dr. Richard Burke. Okay, yep. Mary Fuck Kill, Chandler, Ross, and Joey. Mary Chandler, fuck Joey, kill Ross. Same as last year. Was it? Pretty sure the same as the year before. I think it's going to be that throughout. I can't imagine it changing too much. Yeah. Okay, so for the next bit, uh, you're going to rank the following things out of 10. Okay. How would you rate the comedy for season three? Pretty good. Pretty good? I'd say like an eight. An eight? Mm -hmm. Okay. It was eight last year as well. Oh. Pretty consistent. All right, what about the characters? Like, do you think they, they're well fleshed out? That can be supporting. It can mean, you know, fleshing out our main characters. You know, yeah, I like... think they're expanding on that with each season. So I'll give that an eight also. Eight, mm-hmm. yep. It was seven and a half last year. Oh. So up a, up a little bit. Okay, what about the overarching storylines? So I think there was a couple of things that came up in this season. I think the first big one was... Uh, Rachel's new job, which led to the introduction to Mark, which left led to Ross being very jealous, never-ending jealousy, which led to him kissing Copy Girl and then them breaking up. And then they've kind of been on and off with like their little bits of will they get back together or not. We had Joey's little subplot of the play with Kate. Yeah. Um, I think they this also has gotten better from last season, so I'm going to give it an eight. <laughs> give it an eight. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about individual stories, just like from episode to episode? Mm. A seven. A seven. That was the same as last year. Okay. Individual stories, there were some good ones, like the one where no one's ready and the football one, but there were some really, I think we Crap. had one of the worst ones. Remember the one with the hypnosis tape with Chandler? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, like, what the? Yeah, that wasn't yeah. so great. Okay, uh, rank your friends from best to worst. I like You've Phoebe. You've got Phoebe at the top. Monica. And then Monica. And then Joey. And then Joey. And then Chandler. And Chandler. Hmm. And then Rachel. And then Ross. Interesting. Yeah? Yeah, so from last year, your first and second of Swap Place, your Mm -hmm. third and fourth of Swap Place, and your fifth and sixth of Swap Place. So... So last year you had Monica, then Phoebe, then Chandler, then Joey, then Ross, then Rachel. You had Rachel as your least favorite friend last Mm. year. Well, she's only gone up one. She's really not doing it for me. She's making a go of it. She's being a successful career woman. She's a jerk. She's mean. To who? All the women in Ross's life. She was cheated on. They were broken up. They were on a break. Oh, shit. (laughs) So you're on... They were on a break? That's... You feel like? Again, I think... It was so soon. It The timing is bad. But if that was three months down the line, it wouldn't be a big deal. It's just because of the timing. But yes, they were on a break. Okay. So 
we kind of, I kind of always preface this as, you know, regarded by many as the best season of Friends. Where would you rate it out of out of ten? What score would you give it? It's the best so far. Oh, you you think so? Yeah. You think it's better? Than, you you were really liking season two. No, I think it's the best so far. Okay, so what score would you give it? Seven and a half. Okay, so we have a problem here because you gave last season two an eight. So uh, you think this is the an best 8. season? An eight point two. An eight point two. Okay, I just thought you'd bring down um, season two rather than put that up. Okay, so you think okay, season three is the best. Some people say season four. Pretty much regarded that the show starts going downhill like after season five. Okay. So. Uh, okay, excitement for season four. I'm very excited. Yeah? Yes. Well, they left us on a couple of cliffhangers. Yeah. Um, I really want to know about Phoebe's storyline. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of Chandler and Joey's. I want to see Ben at some point. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Mm, I want to... Will Monica ever find love? Oof. There's just so many things. She just can't get it right. Yeah, so I, have, I give it a... Two exclamation points. How am I rating this? I don't know. Out of ten. Oh. So ten very excited. Like the most excited. Uh, a n- nine. A nine? Okay, yeah. cool. It was 8.3 last time. <laughs> but season two kind of just ended. Yeah. Like, Monica and Richard broke up and they were at a wedding and that was about it. Yeah, so, this yeah, one I... at least leaves you on a cliffhanger. Definitely. Okay, uh, very quickly, you made some predictions for season Oh, yeah, what were they? I'm excited. So let's go back. Two exclamation point excited. (laughs) So, some things that you predicted to see in season two, and, you know, some we'll we'll see how we get on anyway. So, you said Phoebe was going to meet her dad and get closer in that situation. Yeah. Uh, So she met her mom right at the end there. I think, you know, you said she gets some closure on the situation. I think think we can give you that. I don't think she's gotten closure, though, because now she has even more questions. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, you said Ross and Rachel would hit a rocky patch. Oh, boy, oh boy, did they. Elizabeth. Yeah, I guess we can give you that one. Yeah, of, of course. You said Chandler and Janice won't date seriously. Good, got that. Well, they did date seriously. They just didn't last. Mm. But I think we can give you a bit of that. That seems fine. I forgot about her. You said Joey would either have something to do with dating or a new job or some sort of big transition. And, yeah, he kind of had, he had this job, and he had, like, a serious thing with Kate. So, yeah, I think we can give you that. That's God, good. I'm doing awesome. You said more Gunther. We got more of that. <laughs> oh good for God. you. I think you knew that was coming, though. And you said Monica would hook up with Joey or Chandler. I still stand by that, that that could happen. Okay, well. But I was wrong. It, didn't, it did not happen season three. Right. You also said there would be some sort of long-term relationship, which didn't really happen. You said someone would get a new job, and you said Carol and Susan would split up. When <laughs> Just they, threw that one in there. They actually got married, so. Yeah. So, I think 80% of that was correct. Not bad. Yeah. You did not too bad. All right, mm-hmm. season four, what are we going to see? Ross and Rachel will get back together. Okay. Ursula will come back. For, like, an episode, or, like, as a recurring? Mm, like, an episode here and there. Okay. Something big's going to happen with Joey. Okay. But you have to be a bit more specific than that. Something unexpected. Is that more specific? (laughs) Not really. Something that could change things. Is that more specific? Yeah. I guess. Chandler will end up dating someone. Like, seriously? Mm Mm-hmm. Will he be in a relationship at the end of season three? Four? That's not my prediction. Okay. Fine. (laughs) 
We'll see Ben four times. In total or at least? In total. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep a tally on that. Anything for Monica? She'll hook up with Joey or Chandler. <laughs> well, if you keep saying that every season, you know you're okay, going to be fine, right fine, at some fine. point. Um, Do you think we'll see the return of just, any characters? I was just going to say or? the parents. Monica and Ch- uh, Ross's parents will come back. Okay. Gunther will express his love for Rachel finally. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's plenty. You don't feel like you just have to... Okay, that's all. Okay. Those are good ones. Well, if this happens, I think we're in for a pretty great season four. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Wraps it up for 2017. Wraps it up for season three. We'll look ahead to season four. And you know what that means. Seven episodes in seven days. Yeah, that's right. Seven podcasts in seven days is how we kick off every season. We will be starting that um, if you're listening to this at the end of 2017. We'll probably take a week to prep for it. And yeah, we'll drop that early on in January 2018. So look forward to that as we kick off season four with seven podcasts in seven days with season four, episode one, the one with the jellyfish. Hooray! Hooray! Uh, Apart from that, I think that leaves us with nothing else than to thank you all very much for listening to this uh, very long episode. We hope you've enjoyed that and we hope you you take that as a form of apology for us to be for us putting out pretty irregular episodes it is definitely our goal to get back to the two episodes a week model uh, to try and fly through seasons four and five in 2018 uh we just completed our full first full calendar year as a podcast um we've been absolutely thrilled with the feedback that we've got the conversations we've had with people with the the popularity that we've we've been received it's been fantastic and it's really really affirming to hear so many people reach out and say that they're enjoying the show so thank you all very very much for that and um, we look forward to doing it all over again in 2018 you got anything, you got anything you want to say to the nice people that listen i love you all all of them? All of them. Oh, Every single one. I, I, I'm very fond of, of most of them, but I don't, uh, yeah, don't want to commit that much. I'm Chandler. I'm like a relationship, you know. Ooh, yep. Uh, thank you all very much for listening to the Friends to the End podcast with Michael and Elizabeth. You can catch us on Twitter at FriendsPod. Uh, you can catch all of our old episodes and artwork from Arthur Hamer over at Friends to the End podomatic.net you can find us on iTunes and any other place that you get podcasts and as always help us support the show by reaching a larger audience tell a friend apart from that thank you all again and we hope that you have a fantastic transition from 2017 into 2018 and all your dreams come true in the new year see you next year friends bye bye